0: And just commit to that one thing where it's, you know, and then, you know, a doing thing could be like, okay, like what, what's a fun movement, right? So what can I do for 10 minutes, four days a week where it's walking, dancing, jumping up and down, um, and to start doing that practice, but really starting with the simple things and really being disciplined and committed to one. Hello, and welcome to
1: the Align Your Glow and Soul podcast grateful you are tuning in today. I'm Shauna Hall, a self-love and mindset coach, teaching you how to align your life through mindset shifts, spirituality, and manifestation. Each week, I'll be giving you tips designed to help you create a passionate, purposeful, high-vibe reality that you love. If you're ready to align your glow, you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I bring on coach and mentor Lavina Qualium, and Lavina has got quite a story. She dives into some of it on today's episode, and I encourage you to check out her website to learn more. But what Lavina does is she helps her clients overcome trauma, and and their inner. I want to say stuckness. <laughs> we talk about that a lot in the episode, so they can make peace with their life and really start loving their bodies, their selves, with very simple steps. And that's why today's episode is called How Simple Can Transform You and Allow You to Access the Power Within. I think you will really like today's episode. It is a quicker interview, which I'm going to start playing with a little bit because I love long interviews and I love short interviews. So You'll see a little bit more of the shorter interviews in the future, and if you do love this episode, let us know. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the Align Your Glow and Soul podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. I've got a fabulous guest on. We've got Lavina on the podcast today. Welcome.
0: Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here.
1: Okay, so my first question before we get into all the amazing things that you do and your story and all that good stuff is, how do you align your glow and soul?
0: I like to, well, I I love my beauty sleep. (laughs) I sleep a lot um, because my body, I'm a projector of human design. So I like to rest as much as possible. I like to nourish my skin like internally, externally, so exfoliating, scrubbing massages and also giving myself a self-massage and just spending time on my own to rejuvenate and to fill up my cup
1: I love all that so much and your skin we're on video but your skin looks beautiful so you don't to have to share your secrets <laughs> okay so <laughs> let's get into kind of your you can make this as detailed and as long as you like or as short as sweet tell me, you know, how did you get to this present present moment? Why did you get started into being a mentor, being a coach? You know, what got you to this, this
0: present time? It was an interesting journey. Um, I wasn't I wasn't set out to be a coach. I just love helping people, so it's always been my passion since I was four years old. That I just want to help people, whatever way, shape, or form, was just to help, to serve, to share my stories and what I've gone through in my life back to people. So I've had Graves' disease at 24, so autoimmune, which was, you know, gave me a lot of panic attacks, and I had to deal with that daily, um, and it overwhelmed my body, and also having no energy, chronic fatigue, and pain that I wanted to – that's how I came onto a self-love journey and self-care and that if I could go through it, like, over a decade of extrudinating pain and to share what, you know, has helped me, um, that is how it was just naturally came into to being was the next step, was, was the life coaching.
1: Oh, my goodness. What a journey. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. what um, – with your coaching, um, what do you – I mean, there's so many directions you can go, but now you really focus on loving your body, which we all need to do that more. So I love that you do coach on this and that is really like your main point across. So where does somebody start with that process? Maybe they have been on a journey, whether it's a chronic disease or maybe they're struggling with their health. Maybe they feel like they're overweight or maybe they're not able to work out. How do they just get grounded?
0: The best way is to acknowledge you know not loving their body or not honoring their body and not doing the things and having no guilt to knowing that that 's an important part of life, and that 's how I started to completely neglecting my body and that it 's okay to now love our body and then to research and even speak to people that do love their body and you know what is it that they do, how do they be, how do they love their body and just do one thing I think the one practice that really helped me was. I think it was from Louise Hay, was to look in the mirror and just tell yourself, like every time I go to the mirror it was washing my hands or just going past a reflection, I would tell myself, I love you. And just, and I still do it to this day. Anytime I see a reflection, I say I love you. And even just putting my hand on my heart all day, every day, just to calm myself and go, I'm going to be here. I'm going to commit to you. I'm going to love you. And just commit to that one thing where it's, you know, and then, you know, a doing thing could be like, okay, like what, What's a fun movement, right? So, what can I do for 10 minutes, four days a week, where it's walking, dancing, jumping up and down, um, and to start doing that practice? But really starting with the simple things and really being disciplined and committed to one. Mm, I
1: mm, love that so much. So, you mentioned something to me to make it simple, which I teach that all the time. You've got to start with simple because you can't have long lasting change. If you're going to change a million things at once, it's literally impossible. Your brain is going to be like, nope, we're good. Not going to happen. So you said, make it simple and then be committed. So that sounds easy, but it's not always. So how do you, what tools do you teach your
0: clients to just start with those two things right there? to write it down. So writing it down and put it sticky notes, put it as an alarm and just feel like do it at the start of the morning. Or if you're a night person, do it at nighttime and just make sure that that's your main focus until it becomes normal after like at least three months.
1: <laughs> mm, I love that you said three months. I really despise it when people say, oh, we're going to do this for 21 days or 28 days. And that actually doesn't work. It doesn't result in any sort of change it doesn't result in integration either so okay so you tell people to start with maybe one or two things make it really simple and then so they get started they're on this journey and you know we're gonna we're gonna find resistance
0: it's just being a human
1: and so how do you help people work
0: through that so either they like to write out their resistance, so either, you know, speak to me and also write it down, also vocalize it and then just rip it up or burn it whatever way that they want to release it. But to, to give its name and to know that, to see it for what it is and that, yes, it is fearful and it doesn't feel good, but then it's a choice to be like, I can feel this, but still take the action that I know that I want to take anyway. Mm, I like that. That's
1: great. And I might Adopt that. Well, I, I like that. I always like to write things down, but one thing you mentioned is writing down and burning and it's, you know, it's the metaphoric slash physical, like release of that energy and letting go of that resistance. I love, love, love that. I am so sorry to interrupt this episode, but I wanted to talk to you about my crystal business called Essential by Shauna. I have been doing this for many years and I wanted to let you know about a couple beautiful pieces I have available. So I cultivate reiki infused crystal jewelry, and it is a wonderful gift to yourself or others. Not only just a pretty piece that you can wear, but they're beautiful to help you integrate manifestations. So citrine is one of my favorite crystals. This crystal is a great crystal to focus on your inner desires, to help you bring in what you're wanting to attract, and it's just a gorgeous color. Other beautiful pieces that I have incorporated in my jewelry are amethyst, moonstone, tiger's eye. So if you've never used crystals to manifest before, they are great tools to help you focus on that inner desire and get clear on the feeling that you want to cultivate. If you are looking to add any additional accessories into your life, such as these crystal bracelets, go ahead and head over to my Etsy shop. The link is in the bio. Is there any other energetic energetics that you incorporate into some of the modalities that you teach
0: breathing so consciously breathing deeply breathing and just you know being then you know nostril breathing and just breathing at a pace that is soothing for the body which is Mm -hmm. different for every single person
1: yes and it doesn't need to be complicated either I think people get tripped up and Mm -hmm. when you say breathing like but I don't know how to do breath work you don't know how to like, that's, let's let's throw that out the window. You don't need to know how to do breath work, but you know you already know how to breathe, right? We're all breathing, <laughs> so you can <laughs> practice breath work. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your current tools? Because I think we all, you know, through our journeys, lean into different modalities and tools depending on the journey and the season. What are you currently using that you're loving?
0: For me, it always comes down to the simple things, and it's just simple meditation. It's always something that I've had throughout my journey, and it's something that I always fall back into. Where it's just, I don't, you know, meditate in the way that people talk, like, you know, get taught, but in a way that my body responds. So it's like finding, you know, a soundtrack or whatever way, just to be in that beautiful healing cocoon bubble bubble of unconditional love and connecting to the warmth within the heart and just really you back to the joy, like what has been a joy, joyous memory, and really feeling that into the body each and every day. Mm, yes, yes, yes.
1: If somebody maybe doesn't like to meditate,
0: what would you recommend for them? Listen to, listening to whatever music it is, whether it's a hang music or it doesn't have to be soothing music, it could be rock music, just listening to music you know, um, shaking it out, like shaking your body throughout and just releasing all the tension that is stored in the body. Mm, That's
1: good. Yes. I think movement is so important and critical to, like you just said, move that energy and kind of change up the current environment.
0: What are your
1: current favorite
0: ways to move? I like to, so oh, every time people like laugh because I just do it, you know, if it's in public, I, I do it. If I feel the energy is there, I just move my arms, my whole body. And it's like, it's like, I'm going crazy <laughs> and people like look at me and I'm like, oh, I'm just releasing this anger. I don't know where it's coming from. Maybe it's from, you know, the community or people that I walk past, but I just feel this anger and I'm just going to like release it like a mad person and go, ah, 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 and you know, obviously I like to do it in the park more so, but there's always people at the park and and whatnot, but just like, you know, really vocalizing and, and just getting the energy out and moving. But I also like going to the gym as well. Mm,
1: that's
0: great. I love that. <laughs> I think that that
1: is important because you know we're similar, more empathetic than others. And it sounds like, you know, you may, you may absorb more energy than others. And so you got to do something with that energy. You can't let it sit there. Um, and I think that is where people get stuck sometimes is they, you know, maybe they're interacting or they're in a group setting and they don't know what to do. They don't know how to process. And they're like, they're feeling like, you know, really anxious and trapped into their circumstance. So I'm sure you've, coach people with that um is that I know what, what you just said was great is there other ways people can try to process through some of that stuck energy that maybe they're absorbing from others
0: is by um yeah so writing it down is also very very good and even vocalizing it even in their own voice recorder and just having a look at okay what is it that I'm feeling and give that name to that emotion and just go okay it's not about me I'm picking it up I can let it go um, and just going, this is not who I am. This is not my experience. This is just the world's experience. And I'm going to allow this to release, but I'm going to feel it in my body and feel the discomfort and do that body scan and just feel each part of the body, allow it to voice out. What is its message? What does it have to say? The anger, anything from, you know, childhood or anything that it needs to vocalize to allow that out of the body.
1: Mm. So I've heard this term before and I like it. I haven't practiced it myself, but can you walk us through what you just mentioned? You talked about body scan and I think I've heard this from a couple of different other podcasts um, and it, and it works I think really well with younger like teenagers or children because they don't know, they don't have the words to put to how they're feeling. And so when you tie it to a part of your body, you can work through it a little bit more
0: manageable. So what is a what is body scan how do you do it tell us the things. so how i do i do it simple like very simplified i first would breathe in and out three times and i would just close my eyes and tell um the client or the friend to just scan the body quickly like looking at it and what is the tension so there's probably tension throughout the body but what is the first obvious or more you know energy into that particular body part and go through every single part step by step by step and vocalize. Okay, so if it's in the shoulders, what do you feel? Say all the emotions, all the emotions like more, 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 more. And then, you know, tears will be released or anger or whatever it might be. And then till you feel that sense of peace, you know, and keep on talking, like spending a lot of time. So body scan sounds like it takes a few seconds, but if you do it properly, it could take hours and you're just allowing all the memories and everything to come up and then to feel that underlying peace.
1: Mm, Okay, love that. So you talk about peace in some of your posts on Instagram. And what happens
0: when we can cultivate peace? So when we cultivate peace, it doesn't matter what happens in the external world, because we know life happens. And we fortunately hear bad news, you know, from other people and through life or what people have to go through. And it's like, if we come back to the peace within ourselves, we're going to be okay, they're going to be okay. We can tell them we can be that reminder that yes, life might not look as the way that you want it to be, but we feel okay. We're okay. Peace is just, I'm going to be okay. We're going to get through this together.
1: Mm, Yes. And I've been practicing that a lot lately, as I've been trying to manifest a couple of things. It's been a little challenging because we can get so caught up in the, things, right? In the wishes, and the future, in the past. And I'm curious your thoughts. You know, for me, it took, um, I don't know what it's, so it's a season, I don't know if you're familiar with feng shui, but it's a season of the yang energy. And yang is like fire and it's springtime too, right? So it's all about like putting yourself out there and kind of coming out just like, you know, a flower in the spring, right? It pops up. So I've been drawn to this specific crystal. Called carnelian, which is red and orange, and it ties in with your root chakra and your sacral chakra. And so, this stone, whether you believe in crystal energy or not, I literally carry. I have a necklace. I have um, like a small one that I carry at work, and then I have one that I have in my pocket. And I'm telling you, it has grounded me so well because you know I'll get caught up in the, you know, oh well, when this happens or next year, and it immediately allows me to just be present and cultivate that peace and that inner like that inner calm energy which we all need more of because when we're not able to control our energy and our emotions that's when you know we spiral we get anxious we get sad we get angry which we should feel all the feelings but we don't want to stay in those um vibrations so do you have any good practices to ground into peace
0: my favorite thing is always, um, again, I, I raise a lot of eyebrows in the community is I go and lay down like at near a beach. Um, cause I'm fortunate enough to live near a beach and I just lay down for two hours. People say, are you okay? I'm like, yes, I'm okay. I just want to absorb mother nature and transmute all the energy that isn't mine. And also another one is a tree. So, um, having your back against the tree and breathing into the tree and allowing the tree energy to come in and absorb and to ground, have feeling that like trees are the most amazing grounding energy. And I feel like if you have your back alongside the tree for as long as it needs to, and that helped me through my fatigue stage where I was like, literally so hard to get out of bed was the tree, like really getting that grounded, beautiful energy from the tree was just life changing.
1: Mm, That's fun. I love that. I wish I'm in the U S and Colorado and we're like in the middle so there's no beach so i love that you have that option um so this question kind of coincides with what you just said but expand on it if you could why is it important to connect to the present and i think you kind of walked through a couple ways you can do it but you know what are some other ways that you can ground into this moment right now
0: the senses so really like what can you see also counting down from 100 or 10, depending on, you know, what the body's feeling slowly, like really slowly from, you know, 100 down to one or mostly just 10 because it's quicker to zero and then zero up to 10. Also, what can you hear with your ears, like even beyond what you can hear, like really sense beyond that. Also, what can you taste? So like, you know, having something more like yummy. And and really just like what do I feel like what am I feeling what do I need right now what does my body need right now or do I just need to be in silence like what is it that I need right here right now and and really move yourself along to that that uh, way.
1: Mm. With that question, what do I need? I think that we should ask ourselves that more often, and. Mm try to engage into what our soul is telling us and so what do you tell the woman who you know you're coaching you're saying all right ask yourself what do
0: you mean and she goes oh you know I'm too busy for that oh I love that's like a common theme and it's like uh I'm quite sometimes a bit direct I'm like well then you're too busy to change your life and therefore you're gonna stay the way that you are um Yeah, I'm quite blunt, but, you know, in a nice way, it's like, well, nothing's going to change if nothing's going to change. So if you don't have time for yourself, then you don't have time to commit, then you're going to be on this, you know, same story, whereas you can continue to be like, I understand that you feel that you don't have time, but what's one simple thing that I can, you know, make that time because you love yourself so, so much.
1: Hmm, that's good. I'm gonna take that quote. Nothing is gonna change if nothing changes. That was great. (laughs) I agree. A hundred percent. So yeah, have the same kind of person, right? Says I'm too busy. And then, you know, you you, you know, let them know, well, okay, well, do you love yourself? And they go, Of course. So what are some so we went, we talked about meditation, journaling, breathing. What are some ways, because I think what happens is we start the momentum, we feel good, we're excited, and then we kind of fall off, right? We get off track, we get distracted, life happens, and then we don't actually get back on. So how can we
0: prevent all that from happening? So it's always to come back. I know it's a very simple answer, but it's, you know, we tend to like not do it is, what is the vision? Like really every day come back to the vision, make it more beautiful, make it more sharper, add more, stretch the potential of what is the potential of this. So it's always looking at, okay, the flip side, like really always focusing and it's double ending because you have to accept where you are and love where you are but also being excited for the future too. So there's a lot of contradictions in in life but it's really keeping that excitement up for what is to come.
1: Mm. And would you say in addition to having this vision and making it clear in your mind that you might want to think about what is it that you love about that future and
0: how do you bring that to the present? Yeah. So it's like, Again, knowing that it won't happen overnight, I feel like a lot of people think it's going to happen instantly and quickly, and when it doesn't, then people go, well, it's not going to work, so I'm not going to bother anymore. Mm. Um, and so it's always just keeping the faith that we don't know when the timeline, like no one can tell you exactly when something's going to come to fruition, but it's having that hope and faith that no matter what, like I want this so much for myself, not just for me, but for unity, for the community, that it doesn't matter how long it takes, how it's going to take, I'm here for the long run. And that excites me because I know it's going to help change the world. So it can take as long as it needs to take. And knowing that you can keep yourself company by loving yourself and having that self-care. It's like, we're just keeping ourselves company until it oh, happens. I love that. Oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. I was like getting all the
1: feelings when you were saying that. <laughs> so what is your vision?
0: What's your dream? What are you keeping the face on right now? My, my dream is for everyone to feel fulfilled in their life right now, whatever it is that people want or dream for, but really coming back to that feeling of fulfillment. So outcomes are great and that's fine to have outcomes, but there's no point having outcomes if you don't have that fulfillment, that contentment within. That is very, very big. And it can be very smaller in, in a small way as well. It doesn't have to be something completely huge or out of reach. It can happen right here, right now without any outcome.
1: Mm.
0: and what is the ripple effect that happens when you're in fulfillment you just you everyone wants to be around you you just like everything feels light and bright and you just feel like life is great like you know life is just amazing because you speak to people and they're all uplifted and we're just just that like, you know really good feeling of peace and just that contentment that doesn't matter what's happening in life just waking up every morning is enough and I'm happy with that
1: Mm. Mm. yes agreed what are some of your
0: favorite self-care practices oh I love that there's so many um so yes making sure I have enough rest but also I love going to Cairo, having massages the float therapy sauna I like just giving myself a massage as well um and just being in nature like that is the most is everything to me and even just having nice hot chocolate and and nourishing food a balance of healthy food and not so healthy
1: <laughs> yes I love it I had the best cupcake today oh my god it brought me so much joy <laughs> yeah, exactly right. it does it does yes. oh I was <laughs> so good I was like telling my coworker, I was like oh my god this is like oh they made it was like you know when you're like it actually makes you even more present because you're just so focused on the flavor and you're really enjoying the, the the thing that you're doing instead of thinking about what I have to do in five minutes or what are my kids doing or do I need to call my friend? No, you're just like, I'm going to mm-hmm. really enjoy this cupcake. I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what has been your biggest lesson? Um, I know we're only, you know, a few months into the year, but maybe within the last
0: year or two. Mm. my biggest lesson and it's been a recurring thing I think for all all my life as well is patience so on the surface people may think I look like I'm patient but my energy within my body I feel like this rushing sense of energy it's probably rushing from the world everyone feels in a sense of rush especially I live in Sydney everyone's rushing so I feel that and it's like reminding myself that yes I can feel the energy but I'm not going to allow that to dictate my actions I'm going to allow that to be felt but knowing that that's not going to drive and run and force things to happen. Like to know that things are going to happen, the divine timing and to really be present, which is what you're saying as well, which is amazing. And I love your cupcake and yeah, really like enjoy it. And just, yeah, it's amazing. The best.
1: (laughs) Mm, Yes. I am a cupcake person and I have not had a good cupcake in a long time. So (laughs) it was great. Um. What are, I like to ask this question every once in a while because I think it's good to expand people. Are there any books or, I don't know, mentors that have helped you get on this journey or any books that you're
0: really into right now? I like Matt Kahn's books. I have read all of his three books, but I do, I'm very fortunate enough, like at the start of my journey, I've always had amazing coaches as well um that have really expanded me and and really brought me forward and one of the main ones is Rosie so she's a psychic um business coach and she's very fiery and I really like her energy as well that has really helped to get me out of my comfort zone which um even kicking and screaming but still doing it so it's you know being surrounded by powerful people like it's just inevitable for you to change and to grow, and you really need that support because I feel like we're so tired to be comfortable. To get out of that, we still need someone accountability to do to do so.
1: Mm.
0: And I think that's
1: important: is to have an accountability something, right? Like a friend, a coach, a group, because I think it ties into what you said earlier. Nothing is going to change if nothing changes, and so you can't change if you're going to be doing the same thing, surrounding yourself with the same people, having the same routine, reading the same thing, watching the same thing, you've got to change something. And I think community and connection with others who are maybe just a little step ahead of you, or maybe they're 10 steps ahead of you. It doesn't really matter, but they allow you to, like you said, hold you accountable and challenge you (laughs) in ways that you probably wouldn't do on your own.
0: No, definitely not. No, (laughs)
1: what has been something that your coach and mentor has challenged you on
0: maybe lately that made you hesitant at first? Going into um, you community spaces I know it sounds like easy but for me it was like going to complete strangers like that was something quite intimidating to me but now I love it so because I've done it but just that it's you know, to, you know, go forward and speak to people that you wouldn't speak to and just have a conversation and and get to know the community members, Um, you know, off the bat was a bit, you know, not normal for me because I thought like you just speak to people that you know and you connect to people naturally. You don't actually go out of your comfort zone to find and to actively pursue. So that was a big thing for me. But I'm, I'm loving it now because I meet, you know, a variety of different people and I'm not scared of them anymore.
1: Mm, I agree. I went to an event, I don't know, like October, November, and I went by myself. It was this like women's like herbalist slash meditation sound bath thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just want to meet people, but super uncomfortable to just go in with 12 strangers that, you know, I was kind of late. And so then I was like, real uncomfortable because I hate being late. And then I like walked in. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who these people are. I don't even know who the hosts are because people were talking. And so I just walked in. I was kind of looking around. And then one of there was two hosts, one of them, she's like, oh, hey, come over here. And, you know, she like introduced herself. And then I was like, okay, okay. I'm not going to make this awkward because, you know, I paid for this event. I'm going to go meet somebody. <laughs> so I kind of overheard a couple girls talking about something and like inserted, which is like the hard part, right? You It's like insert yourself. To make a conversation with somebody, and it is a little weird at first because we're not used to that, right? We're used, to, we're not. I think it's funny because when we were kids, we did it all the time, right? We would like interrupt <laughs> and like, "Hi, how are you?" You know, like we made friends with strangers, and now we're adults. And we're like, "Ooh, this is weird. This doesn't feel very good." <laughs> so I love yeah. that you brought
0: that up. <laughs> and people who weren't spiritual as well, so it was even harder for me because we had nothing in common and found common commonality so it was good
1: <laughs> oh that is good and so good to expand you and force you to alchemy to a, a an environment that you normally would not put yourself in
0: uh, <laughs> love it especially when people are a bit uh, judgmental as well so yeah it was it was Ooh. interesting <laughs>
1: oh my gosh so <laughs> many layers to that <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that it's, wow, that's okay. Now I see why you didn't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So have you done it again or was
0: it just kind of like- Oh yeah, I've I've done it about- I would say nearly ten times since since then. So now I'm just going to continue doing it because it does it does work for some, <laughs> some particular reason. Yeah, it does. It does. Oh my expand, gosh, so it, that's amazing! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm like you're you're brave. I that that is like a
1: whole another level to really getting uncomfortable and just not being you know you're not able to find a commonality. You don't know anybody. Like oh, I love that. So
0: when's your next one? On Monday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to expect because it'll be different people and yeah, still, still do it. And which I like about having that accountability because, you know, I can't just say I didn't do it. So I, I, I do do it. And now it's fun. <laughs> I'm like, oh, who would I get? It's like, kind of just surprise. <laughs> mm, that's awesome. Okay. So. How
1: are or what are some ways that you're service serving, you know, your audience right now? How can people work with you, and what
0: platform do you like to show up the most right now? I love uh Facebook. So I have a free Facebook group which is called Logical Minds, comma Sacred Body, and Heart Centered Beings, and I do um live live videos I post content in there and we can just speak as a community what people can offload what's on their heart what's on their mind what they're going through um through that you know beautiful community space
1: mm, love that love love that you know safe space for people to just be themselves so that's awesome and are you do you, do you offer one-on-one coaching and group coaching or what what type of coaching do you have right now
0: one on one, and my membership. Oh, cool.
1: I just saw that too. I was like, Ooh, that looks so fun. So I will put all those links in the show notes. If you want to further connect with Lavina, check out her website, check out her Facebook group. And then let's finish up with a one last question What are some great affirmations? that somebody can start using today to love their, their selves more.
0: So saying, I love you. I adore you. And also coming up with a, something that they want, whether they want to hear it from a parent or a best friend or a lover, what is something that you would want to hear from someone else through validation, which and instead of asking or hearing it or waiting for someone to say it, say it to ourselves. So for me, I never heard I love you from my parents at all, even to this day. I know they love me through their energy, but it's just, you know, it was always nice to hear the words. So for me, I love you was important. And even before that, at the very early stages of um, doing this, I I couldn't get my head around I love you because I just never heard it. So I like you was what I started off with. Like, I like you, I like you. And then over like a decade, I developed to I love you and that it's okay. I can do this.
1: Mm, I love that. Thank you so, so much, Lamina, for this conversation. And I think that anybody listening can, you know, we talked about a lot and uh, wonderful tools that you can pull and start doing, whether it's meditating or journaling or going and laying in the sand for two hours, (laughs) and shaking your body. Um, I love all the things. So thank you so much for your time.
0: Thank you so much for having me. You're a great host.
1: If you are listening and you hold anything away from this episode, which I hope you did, please, please, please take a moment, screenshot this episode Tag us on Facebook or on Instagram because really our goal is just to expand and allow others to hear this information so they can hopefully learn something new. Thank you so much and have a magical day.